0: Pure Bracket Wisdom is brought to you by Pure Hoops Media. Here's the man who runs all the numbers and cracks the codes for bracket success, Ed Feng. Duke opened their season against Kentucky. They were a a two-and-a-half-point underdog in that game. Duke dominated the game, though. They beat Kentucky by 34 points. You never want to make too much of a single game, but Duke showed an upside rarely seen in this age of college basketball. They were cruising along, Then Zion broke his left shoe and hurt his right knee against North Carolina. And that's why Duke is the last of these team previews. Because we needed to see what Zion looked like when he returned from that injury. Let's break down this freshman-laden team. Heading into that season-opening game against Kentucky, R.J. Barrett was Duke's top recruit and the presumed first pick in the 2019 NBA draft. Barrett's a 6-foot, 7-inch wing that excels at driving to the basket. He makes 53% of his two-point shots, which is a pretty remarkable clip considering that he takes about a third of Duke's shots when he's on the floor. Barrett does not shoot the ball well, though. He's a dismal 31% from three, which is below the college basketball average of 34%, and he's also below average from the foul line. His shot looks like a catapult coming out of his left hand. He gets some arc on the ball, but oftentimes the ball doesn't land anywhere near the basket. Barrett's mate on the wing is Cam Reddish. He's a 6 foot 8 inch player that's kind of the opposite of Barrett. Reddish has a sweet looking jump shot, and this might not be apparent from his numbers. He's only making 33% of his three point shots this year, but he is above average in that he's making 76% of his foul shots. And he has this short, compact stroke that I think projects well for him to have better shooting numbers in the future. However, Reddish doesn't drive to the basket that well. He's only 39% on two-point shots. And when you look at these two wing players, Duke is definitely best off when Barrett avoids the jump shot and Reddish avoids driving to the basket. However, there's no doubting the talent of these two young wing players. In ESPN's latest mock draft, Barrett is listed as the second pick in the first round while Reddish is listed as the fourth. That's pretty good. There's another Dookie, Trey Jones, that's also predicted as a first-round pick. Jones is a 6-foot, 2-inch point guard, and he's a very solid defender. But the real superstar on this team is Zion Williamson. Let's dig in a little deeper on why this guy is so special. When you watch Zion, you get the sense that Duke can just throw him the ball on the wing, and then Zion gets to the basket for an easy bucket. Do the numbers support this? Matt Giles put together a nice analysis of Zion's body of work. Based on data from Synergy Sports, Zion is scoring 1.48 points per play around the rim. And that puts him in the top 5% of college basketball players. But it's just not how efficient Zion is. I mean, we probably could have just seen that from the fact that he's making 75% of his two-point shots. It's how he's doing it. Duke doesn't often throw Zion the ball in the post. The data suggests that he's only taken 39 shots after a post-up. So this would be about a quarter of the shots that he takes at the rim. He also doesn't pull up for jump shots. The synergy data also has data on when he takes one dribble and shoots a jump shot. He only did that eight times this year. And if you've seen his shot, you understand why. He's got a lefty kind of slingshot motion. There's not a lot of arc on it. Shooting is definitely not this guy's strength. With Zion, 79% of his shots are near the rim. He is an amazing combination of predictability and efficiency. Duke is going to get him the ball on the wing, and he's going to find a way to get to the basket for an easy shot. At 285 pounds, almost all defenders in college basketball are not big enough to stop him, even if they are quick enough. But that's probably not what you know Zion for. He's an incredible athlete, and this clearly shows up in the highlight reel dunks. But even more important, his athleticism shows up in offensive rebounding and on defense. On KenPalm.com, he grabs 13.4% of rebounds on the offensive end of the court. That's 45th best in the nation. On defense, he blocks 6% of the shots. And that rate is 126th best in the nation. Again, these numbers are from KenPom.com. He has the athletic ability on defense to erase the mistakes of his teammates. Perhaps the most underrated aspect of Zion's game is his passing. This is the first thing I noticed in that Kentucky game that opened the season. He has really good court vision. He's eager to get his teammates involved. This doesn't necessarily show up in his assist numbers, but oftentimes it's Zion getting a defensive rebound, throwing a quick outlet pass, and that helps Duke get out on the fast break. Zion Williamson is the consensus top pick in the next NBA draft, and it's not hard to see why based on his college performance. So now, let's break down this Duke team on offense and defense. And to do this analysis, I'm going to use numbers through February 19th of the current season. That was the day before North Carolina visited Duke, and that was a game in which Zion broke his left shoe, but hurt his right knee. When you look at offense, I take points per possession and I adjust for strength of schedule based on my algorithms. Through February 19th, Duke was second in these offense rankings. And where they mostly excel is on two-point shots and offensive rebounding. Of course, this is where Zion Williamson makes his biggest impact on the game. He's making 75% of his two-point shots, and he's grabbing 13.4% of rebounds on the offensive end of the court. If this team has any weakness, it's outside shooting. They're just not that good at it. I have some faith in Cam Reddish to be a great shooter, even though he's only hit 33% of his threes this year. And the only other guy on this roster that can shoot the ball is reserve Alex O'Connell. He's a sophomore. He's hit 43% of his threes over his career at Duke. This three-point shooting can get them into trouble. When Syracuse visited Duke, Duke only made 21% of their three-point shots in that game. And the only thing worse than throwing up a bunch of bricks is to continue to shoot them. They took 43 three-point shots in that game. And that was led by R.J. Barrett, who took 17 of those three-point shots. Duke hasn't made such bad choices since then, but shooting is a clear weakness of this team. On defense, my numbers have Duke ranked 5th when I look at points per possession adjusted for strength of schedule. And the big strength here is on 2-point field goal defense. On my site, I look at 2-point field goal percentage allowed, and I adjust for the opposing offenses. Duke ranks 8th in the nation. They also run shooters off the three-point line. When you look at three-point field goal rate allowed, so essentially how often an opponent shoots a three-pointer as a fraction of their total field goal attempts, Duke has a 39th lowest rate. So they don't let you shoot the three. They also don't foul much. So when you look at fouls per possession, Duke is sixth best in the nation at not fouling. So all the numbers look pretty good for Duke with Zion Williamson. Zion did miss six games. And I'm including the first North Carolina game in which he played about a minute before he got hurt. Duke went 3-3 three and three in the stretch. Two of those losses were to North Carolina, a really good team. The other loss was at Virginia Tech, an excellent basketball program that is top 15 in the nation. Zion returned against Syracuse in the ACC tournament. He's looked every bit his old self in terms of athleticism. And it confirmed what everyone suspected after that first game against Kentucky. Duke is the favorite to win the 2019 NCAA tournament. Now, that doesn't mean they're actually going to win the tournament. However, with Zion, Duke should have a higher probability than any other team. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pure Bracket Wisdom podcast. A special thank you to Matt Giles for letting me share his analysis on Zion Williamson. You can find him on Twitter at Hudson Giles. You can get my free March Madness cheat sheet, which makes it easy to copy my favorites bracket. To get this free service, sign up for my email newsletter at thepowerrank.com. That is my site for better March Madness predictions through analytics, thepowerrank.com. If you really want to win your pool this year, but you don't have a lot of time, you can get my full bracket advice as well. To learn more about this, go to thepowerrank.net. That is a URL that will take you to a page on my site where you can learn more about getting my full bracket advice. The Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media. There are three other shows that you definitely want to check out. The Mike Wise Show appears on Mondays. Journalist and storyteller Mike Wise interviews the biggest influencers in basketball. Catch and Shoot appears on Wednesdays. Adam Stanko and Noah Kozlov, two of the sharpest basketball minds, Tackle the biggest stories and chat with the most interesting people. The Pure Hoops podcast appears on Friday. Join three time NBA champion DJ Armstrong and Eric Newman for the insider perspective.